Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. The show you can't live without. It's time for Ed and Sean. It's time for... That's right. It's time for Geeksters. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Yes, welcome to the program, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Stare narrow goes, yeah. how was your week? Good, good. <laughs> Usually you introduce somebody else in the show. Uh, Stacy's here, too. Stacy's here as well. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm a, you're attached to me, so I'm like, I completely forgot. It's a long day for you, I understand. Yep. yep. All right, so uh, how was your week? Good, good. Well, of course, we weren't on last week. Uh, if anybody was paying attention, and uh, Super Bowl—that's right, we had the Super Bowl on last week, and uh, our city was in the Super Bowl. So we uh, had to—I mean, you know, I had a feeling that we should take off and and enjoy it, you know. So we did, and they won. So yeah, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles for winning the Super Bowl, and uh, not many deaths the, this time around, so it was pretty good. It was- <laughs> Apparently, there was more arrests made in uh, Boston yes. than it was. Whatever. <laughs> Either way, that never makes the news. Uh, we were our deaths and tap totals and uh, oh yeah, of course, because no always, one likes us. You know? Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> uh, so, what did you do for the Super Bowl? Uh, well, it just it was me, me and my wife. We just stayed at home and watched the game uh, on, on my own television and uh, enjoyed it that way. Uh, that way I can yell and scream and be an ass all to myself, you know. Just... <laughs> Go, did you see that? Oh, no, no, you didn't because I'm by myself. <laughs> uh, though at one, one point, uh, when the when the uh, uh, Patriots went up by a point, Seal couldn't watch it. She's like, I got to leave the room, you know. She, she gets, I can't handle this. <laughs> and then she heard me screaming, and, you know, she came running down, and I'm like, they got him. They finally got Brady. They sacked him, you know. I was like, so excited, and so it was fun. And, uh, yeah, so. That was that was that was my Sunday anyway. So okay, uh, we went over to our friend Mark and Jess's place. So we had like a little, um, I would say like a little party. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, food stuff. Brownies were made, cookies were made. Well, cookies were not made, but lasagna was made and dip was made, and uh, um, it was a good time. Good. Uh, we had a fun time. I got the, I got there because I was working, as I tend to do on Sundays now. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of being a boss. <laughs> um, I get in, and apparently they got me a gift, and it was the underdog, the the, the German Shepherd mask, yes. the one that's now known as like the underdog mask, whatever. Yeah. Um, I was like, thanks. I'm not a mask person, so I thought it was a real nice gesture. Um, of course, you know, they'd be like, well, you got to try it on, and tried it on, freaked the dog out a little bit, and she realized, oh, it's just wearing a mask. You know? <laughs> um, I watched the game. Um, it was exciting. Yeah. Uh, not, I'm not, we've talked about. I'm not notoriously a football fan, mm-hmm. but I am a hometown fan, so I right. always want my hometown to win. So it was nice to. It was. I think no matter if I wasn't from Philadelphia, I still think the game was still would have been exciting for me because I really don't like the Patriots. So it's like as long as the Patriots don't win, I'm happy. Yeah. Even <laughs> when, like when, uh, um. Brady was working on his perfect season, which was ruined by the Giants that mm-hmm. one year. I was like, yeah, bitch, perfect season don't count unless you got that ring at the end. Just <laughs> ask the Dolphins. They know what it's like to be a winner, you know? <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> the running joke, though, is when every time they missed a field goal or an extra point, we all kind of yelled, laces out. <laughs> you know, it was a homage to you know, Ace Ventura. That's right. Um, the commercials. Commercials were pretty good. Yeah. I thought the Tide commercial was pretty good. Oh, the, wow. the series of them. Yes. Um, you I, always think it's another commercial, and all of a sudden that guy appears and goes, it's a Tide commercial. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was perfect. Um, I also liked the... Um, now the, the what do you call it the dance? It's um, Eli Manning and I always forget the other guy. The doing the dirty dancing uh, Beckham Junior. Yes. Oh, yes, the dirty dancing kind of skit at the end zone dance. I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of cute. I like that one. That was probably my favorite out of the group. <laughs> of course, they had um, you know movie trailers because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. The big surprise though for me was the Cloverfield project. Like when they had the commercial, it was like coming soon right after the game. I was like, oh. <gasps> <gasps> Because I love Cloverfield. Yeah. I think 10 Cloverfield Lane is a phenomenal movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's on Netflix after the game? Oh, I guess I'm going to know what I'm watching when I get home. Like, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I have a review on that. We'll look at this a little later. Okay. Um, then uh, this week we also went to your place to watch uh, a movie. Yes, we did. I guess yeah. we'll assume we'll get there later as well. I... Uh, I have some video game news and some video game reviews as well. Oh, wow. Uh, also, uh, I think that's it. Is there anything? Did I miss anything else there, sweetheart? I don't think so. All right. I think that's all. We did not go to the movies this week. Okay. Okay. Well, but I, we, we I, saw a lot of movies this I, week. I did see a movie myself. I, uh, uh, the one movie, last time I think we were live, we were talking about Bright on Netflix. Right. And we were going to watch another movie. Which I stopped like probably like what twenty thirty minutes into it in time. Oh yes. Which is, so I watched that on my own. Yeah, that's what I you really enjoyed it. I really did. It's yeah, a good movie. It is a good movie. You know, I, I was kind of surprised about Justin Timberlake being an actor and all because well, he's been in a couple things. I've seen like little bits, comedy bits here and there. But you he, know? Did, he did good in In Time. It, it really is an enjoyable yes. movie to watch. It's like a modern day telling of Robin Hood, which I thought was really yes. good. That's yeah, I okay. That a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking Bonnie and Clyde at first, but then I'm like, nah, it's more like. He's stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Right. Have, you know, so it's more of a Robin Hood type of story. Yeah, if you like Justin Timberlake's acting, I might I suggest Friends with Benefits with him with me and Mila Kunis. All right. Yeah, it's a very good, very cute um, romantic comedy. That's part of my collection because I find it very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then what movie did we see Thursday? Or would you rather go with what's coming out in the box no, let's, office? Let's let's go into the Thursday night movie. If we will. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about it. All right, so folks, we saw the much anticipated Gotham by Gaslight. Yes. Uh, whoa, let's roundtable it. What did you think, Ed? I enjoyed it, I, though I was not sure when you when you watched the movie. You go, is that close to the comic book adaptation of of the movie? And we were kind of guessing at that, and you know, because we. I know you and I, and I think Stacey read it a long, long time ago. So we haven't. It's like I, one of those things. Like you, you read it once, you enjoyed it, and then you just moved on to other I, things. Right? Yeah, I and was, it wasn't like, like oh my god, right. you're talking about it for decades. Like God, right. I guess like you know the name though. I mean, like if everybody, mm-hmm. if you say the title, they know the title, they're familiar with it, right? But they're not sure what the story is. Mm-hmm. So I actually started reading it because I do have a copy of it. I, you know, I bought it when it originally came out. And it's nothing like the movie. Well, did, you, did you finish reading it? No. Okay. okay. But I know who, I knew who the killer is. <clears throat> right. Well, okay, because she um, wanted to read it, but she never got a chance because she couldn't find her copy. But she did read an article about the differences. I did. Um, I 
knew that I had, just knew that I had the copy of it. And then I went to look for it earlier today, couldn't find it, was really mad because I'm like, it didn't just fucking sprout legs and walk away. Where the fuck's my copy? Mm -hmm. I realized I had given it, given it to one of the students that I used to have at the daycare um, because he kind of took to Batman more than any other of the kids. Right. You could tell there was like a fandom growing inside of him. Okay. I didn't think I gave him that one because it's a little mature on the end, but apparently I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually found it online, like a free copy of it that I could read online. Mm. And I also started reading it like maybe an hour before I left the house. Yeah, that's about all I was, that's yeah. all I was doing. I was so busy. Right. Because like this, this, uh, this past Saturday, I actually had two parties to go to. So mm -hmm. it was like, couldn't read it Saturday because right. by the time I got home, I was so tired, I just fell asleep. Um, so I did start reading it. By the time I started, I was like, okay, all this is coming back to me. Scroll, 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 because I was reading it online. Okay, I remember that. I remember that. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And then I was like, you know what? I don't have time for these 71 pages. I'm just going to find an article that someone will tell me, like, will bring to my attention what the main differences are mm -hmm. on it. Um, so I did. And I do know what some of the differences are, but the movie I did think was a really good movie, but it is nothing. Not nothing, but it's pretty far from the comic From book. the original storyline. Yes. yes, yes. I mean, the the concept's still there of about around the time of Jack the Ripper. Right. So, you know, I mean, that's not getting away. That's all, it was on the trailers. And so, you, you, you know, you're getting an, an idea of it. Right. And, you know, like, it was interesting because, like, some of the things that we were talking about, I'm like, yeah, you know, at, at that time, like, mm -hmm. a lot of people didn't bathe, you know? Right, like, like, right. Like, like, that wasn't, like, a something that everybody did. So, it was like, you know, because they made, it, made a comment, like, I could smell you with mm -hmm. the perfume you're wearing, you know, because of the showers or the baths you're not taking. Right. And then the... Uh, as women were second-class citizens because mm -hmm. they didn't have the right to vote yet at that point yeah. in the United the States. the jokes were very true to time. The look was very true to time. Yes. It is a very enjoyable movie. Yes. Not uh, the comic book, if that's what you want. I, I also enjoyed the movie. I just figured <laughs> I'd throw it in there to you. Uh, I, yes, I also enjoyed the movie. I vaguely remember reading it, but I also have the the storyline where Batman turns into Dracula or the vampire mm. Batman, so I always kind of muddledly remember intertwine those two for whatever reason mm -hmm. probably because it feels like it's always in the same time period so when we're watching the movie the end of who the killer was i don't really know if that is the way it is in the comic book or not i'm going to assume that it's not it is not is okay not. i liked that twist because i did not see that coming right i was like because i was, were there and i was like oh i didn't see that coming that's kind of right. cool because i'm like who is it i don't know could be that person. Oh, it can't be that person. That person's now dead. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like a little fun to be able to watch it and go, oh, see it being through fresh eyes or yes. that twist in the end. I was like, oh, that's a good one. You know, I'm sure they probably did it for whatever reason, probably for thematic reasons. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It will probably make me go run out and get a copy of the comic book again because I, I wouldn't be able to find my copy if I had one. Right. Um even though I know that it's not going to be anything like the the mm. the com the movie, it still is a good story. It is, you know. It's I, I did like there was a couple of lines um, that was definitely in the vein of Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. And apparently, there is a bonus feature on the movie where the two directors of it talk about why they made those differences. And 
one of them was thinking about making Sherlock's home like a character in it. You okay. Know? So he was like, well, if we're going to kind of change some shit up, let's change some right, shit up. Right, let's have some fun with it. Right. And it was kind of a fun piece for them, apparently. Is, now, we did not watch the bonus right. features of it, so we did not see this interview. But the article that I read kind of paraphrased the interview. And the two people were, were basically like, you know, we, we thought about putting Sherlock's homes in it. They did not. Right. Um, which isn't really a spoiler. Um, to me, it's not. Um, but they instead went with the constant running um, air and quote unquote joke of right. Sherlock like Holmes. yeah, uh, Bruce says a comment that is well known in the Sherlock Holmes vernacular. Apparently, a few times in the movie, there is some Sherlock Holmes. There, the seven percent solution really made me laugh because that was like that's a direct right. thing out of Sherlock Holmes. I'm like, oh, you, got, uh, yeah, I saw what you did there. If you're not a Sherlock Holmes fan, you would you'd miss it. But if you are, you go, oh, nice. Because it was also a name of a of seven percent solution was also a name of a Sherlock Holmes movie in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like I was like oh, I see. That I didn't know. I yeah? didn't catch some of those jokes. I'm not a Sherlock buff. I was well read. I also liked the TV show, all of them. <laughs> it's got Sherlock Holmes in it. I'm I'm kind of naturally. You're too. I love good mysteries, and I think that if you faithfully do a Sherlock Holmes book into a movie or even a good TV show, I'm always kind of like, ooh, what's the mystery this week? How will Sherlock solve it? And I'll be like, oh, am I a smarter Sherlock? Who do I think did it? Huh? Uh, no, he's way smarter than me. <laughs> I, not even, I would never have connected. It's like playing Jeopardy, you know, and you see a category that you know. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to score on this one. And you go through in the first couple ones you get, and then all of a sudden you get to that $1,000 question. Like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> or, 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 for, or God forbid it's double Jeopardy, and you're like, fuck. Or, my, or, or you go, oh, my God, that's a subject I know. I can't wait to get to it. And then when just the person next to you who gets it gets that section and then runs the board, and you're like, Motherfucker. <laughs> Like, uh, can I get a shot here? No. I can, my buzzer's not working. I got defective buzzer, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, without spoiling it, what were some of the major differences, if you can if you can do it without spoiling it? Because um, I'm kind of curious. I, I can't, because I, like I said, I've only read, I've only read about <laughs> halfway through it. By you know, so, I mean, the only, the only thing is there's an extra character there. Uh, Gordon is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give this away a little bit because it's not. I don't think that big of a deal. In in the uh, movie, he's Commissioner Gordon. Uh, okay. In the storyline, there's another commissioner, and then there's a. He's a like a uh, inspector. Oh, okay. So, in- inspector Gordon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, like gadget. Right. Inspector Gordon. Um. So I'm trying to think. With the trailers, there were some side. Batman characters that were in the trailers, right? That we right. knew were going to be in it. Yeah, like okay. you know, like you had Poison Ivy. She made it showing. Um, there were a couple of other uh, Catwoman, Catwoman. Catwoman. Hugo Strange was okay. in it. Um, they are not in the comic book. Okay, at all. All right. Um, according to what I remember in the article that I read, right? Because they he kind of like put a nice little bow on like here's the differences, right? Know? Okay. Um, it was much easier to read that than the seven. Also, the pages. three boys. The three boys were the three Robins, right? Um, they were not in it. Um, but the reason why apparently they did that is because Gotham by Gaslight was the very first Batman Elseworld yeah. comic, mm-hmm. and it kind of like sprang a loving of making these Elseworld stories right uh, just to kind of give everybody a quick uh, heads up 
the Elseworlds comics are the ones where they take a character and put him into like a what if scenario. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the one the one that I like, the Dracula one. Mm-hmm. It's a an Elseworlds where what if Bruce Wayne turns into a vampire? You know, yeah. or right. what if Batman was going against Jack the Ripper? Right, and this is the first time that that was done. Okay, so it kind of like sprang the love that some lots of people have for these kind of what if stories. Yeah, like a and lot they are of- interesting. They're real short. Sometimes it's like one or two issues. Yeah, but they're enjoyable enough to be like, oh, I love this character. Well, what if they went up against such and such? Right. Um. There's another big difference that I don't want to say because I feel like it's a spoiler. Like, if someone would have told me, I would feel like they spoiled it for me. So I'm not going to say that one. There's the huge difference that we all know that is obviously, like, the, the main, okay, you know, thing. Right. <laughs> um, But they kind of said that the reason why they added some of those characters is because they wanted to make it feel more Batman world. Okay. You know, like, the original comic kind of only it takes place in Gotham Jack the Richter comes to Gotham, you know what gotcha. I mean? And, and no one else is really like super involved with the whole thing. So apparently the creators of it, of the movie of it, said that they wanted to kind of bring some of those beloved characters into this world with Batman. You okay. Know, like it's not just him taking on right. Jack the Ripper. If it's going to be an else world, make it a world, not just right. a story. Right. Gotcha. Um, so like I didn't mind it being super different. I actually thought the movie was really, really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and would totally watch it again. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Now I feel like a brain lapse. Because huh. I'm like, okay, was that a spoiler? That one's a spoiler. I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, there's some beginning stuff that happens in the very, very beginning of the comic that is not in the movie. Okay. Um, that kind of rotates around Bruce Wayne that is not in the movie like at all right okay. um, that I kind of wish they would have put in the movie because it would have made some other events that happened make a little bit more sense okay um, the way they ironed it out worked but if they had done it this way it would have just been like a, a better circle right. like they did in like an oval it was definitely an R-rated movie Definitely an R-rated movie. There you was, know. you know, there there was some slashing and some blood, but you didn't actually see like any slashing. You just no, the no. But I wouldn't of- be like, hey, my five year old kid, why don't you sit down and watch Gotham by Gaslight? You know? <laughs> well, there was the one scene where uh, it was the insane asylum. I'm not going to get too much into it. Where the where what happened to the doctor in, mm-hmm. in yes. that, that would just the imagination of that sure. would right. probably scar kids for a oh, sure. time or unless life. they seen Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> right. It wouldn't be that big of a Right, deal. yeah. If, if they're like if they're like my nephews who watch right. horror movies on the no, regular, they'd be like, What? I, this is kinda lame. <laughs> yeah. We've seen we've seen uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's, what do you call it? The uh, what's the centipede one? The human Humans. centipede. Yeah. So I'm like they'd be like, What? That, It'll get much worse than that. With Jack the Ripper, who's that? Pff, lame. Yeah. <laughs> First serial killer, whatever. You know? <laughs> They'd be like, watch this movie, Uncle Sean. I'd be like, oh, no. Um, in the comic, there is a little bit more that has to do with Jack the Ripper. Um, they receive some letters and stuff like that. I'm not going right. to talk about what's in those, what's in those letters. They, they kind of take the mythology of the, of yes. the facts of Jack the Ripper. And, 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 and put it into that comic, right. which they didn't do in the movie. It was okay, because it's still they did, they did still rounded out really well that like right. what you were watching it did all make sense there was a perfect plot line to it there wasn't like any real holes that you're like what Nah, that didn't happen yeah you know what I mean even if it was different than the comic it still made sense for what they made right you know it mean? still in a very worked. enjoyable way 
Right, it would still work as as a, as a, a own independent movie versus mm-hmm. a comparison. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you like to add anything else? Or? Uh, no, I mean it's just uh, it was it, it is a truly enjoyable film. But like I said, you do have to kind of be almost kind of an adult. Yes. Uh, um, uh, not an adult adult, just have adult more mature uh, <laughs> realization. Like you know, like this doesn't really happen, or you know, like kind of and what does, but. You, you don't want to be that person. You have to realize that, you know, it's there's some blood, some no language, a couple couple curse words. But I mean, if you there's w- language for the time, though. Right. Sure. You're, OK. You know, those words back then were really bad words. Oh, yeah. They were sure. my ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know the word uh, heartlet <laughs> made, made my, oh, my harlot. harlot made Ooh. my, you know, skin crawl. Like, oh, right. Oh. You know, like so for us, it's like, haha, it's not that big of a deal. But back then, that's a serious insult to call somebody, which made it fit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it, it was like, I'm glad that they used that and not like slut. Yeah. Because you know, nobody said that then. I think they used. You're a whore. I think they used that a couple times, but then they threw out that harlot. And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm bringing that one back because I really like that one. <laughs> Home wrecking harlot. <laughs> All right. Well, so then uh, what else did you uh, watch? You said in time. Well, that was that was pretty much. I, I did get I did get the Golden Circle, the uh, um, um, Kingsman. Kingsman, the Golden Circle. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I just you know saw it for or to me it was cheap twenty dollars. I figured let me that's cheap. And I, I know I'm getting uh, a gift for Valentine's Day. I'm getting the Atomic Blonde, which I really enjoyed. You brought it over a few weeks ago, and I really enjoyed that. So I'm getting that. So I'm excited for that. And um, that was pretty much it, though. I do want to do something uh, from time to time. We, we do have to do a little business as we do this show in terms of things is that we advertise on different groups on Facebook. Right. And once in a while, we like to give them a shout back saying, hey, you know, thanks for letting us be a part of your group. Sure. To help us, you know, gain more listeners. So the one is it's called the Nerd Asylum, and it's uh, 21 plus only. And I'm saying you want something nerdy and geeky fun, want to play games, meet new friends, learn something new. Or have people you can share your intellectual or gaming hobbies with, game reviews, movie reviews, music and music associated into tri- and trivia, sex and talks advice, uh, regular you know of course keeping respectful but uh, thing and any and all the stuff like you know Pokemon and D and D and so on. This is the group for you. I'm going to actually post on our Facebook page so if you want to join it. Uh, they're a good group to talk about. I mean they they really do talk about anything. And it, it's not like, you know, like, hee, hee, hee. They, they really give you a honest opinion on everything. So uh, and please enjoy that group. And uh, there you go. Tell them we sent you. That's right. Tell them Geekster sent you. They'll, they'll appreciate it. So, uh, well, you like, as you said, though, you haven't gone to the movies. We and, have not. And, so uh, I don't even know what's. What's playing? I, 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 so, I mean, the only thing I'm focused on is next week. BP's coming out. That's right. BP, yo. Next week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So let's see what the top five movies of this week are. Let's. Number five was the number four movie of last week, The Greatest Showman. It made $6.4 million over the weekend and 146.5 in the eight weeks release with an $84 million budget. That's really good. All right. All right. For them. Number four was the number one movie of last week, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Finally got knocked off number one. Made $9.8 million over the weekend and 365.6 overall in the eight weeks of release with a $90 million budget. That's pretty good. They though. said it number one for a long time, though. Seven yeah. weeks, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, six, because I think they weren't number one when they started, but then it went up right. after that. Right, because I think Last Jedi was still playing at yes. the time, but it was on 
That's even, really good. Six still weeks for that five, movie. Though, yeah. It's really good, though. Six weeks at number one for any movie is pretty good nowadays. So, like, yeah, yeah. Good, good job. I mean, st- and still being the top five in the yeah. eight weeks. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, number three was a new release. Fifth, the 1517 to Paris. It made $12.6 million over the weekend. Right. That's what the total gross with a $30 million budget. So, it's got a little uh, ways to go. Okay, I'm semi-interested in this movie. Yeah. Not for the fact of the story behind, you know, like, that's, um, it was the bombing uh someone got to refresh my memory because i'm horrible it's a the plane tr- it's, it's a train to paris where there were soccer players on board and there were terrorists that were going to try and take over the train and the soccer players decide to take them out take them out all right diehard style exactly um my thing the only reason why i want to see the movie is because they have those guys actually playing themselves mm-hmm. clint eastwood said i'm gonna you guys are hired to play yourselves I mean, I guess it's easy to act like yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it'd be harder though. I mean, I mean, I, you would think that there's Clint Eastwood telling you, "Okay, I need you to do this way," and you going, "Well, it didn't happen that way, Clint." <laughs> like, I, I would know. I, I was, was there. there. <laughs> like, the guy next to me soiled himself. Are you going to put that in the movie? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not going to make your day today, Clint. <laughs> I'm just saying that it didn't happen that way. But you got to understand, it's for the good of the movie. Punk, you know, and he's like, I, I, I don't care, mate, you know. Like uh, well, to me, it's harder because they, when they're really doing it, it's for their lives. I mean, they're 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 going right. to go after these terrorists because right. they don't right. want anybody to die, and they don't want to die, and they want to take these terrorists out. So it's the like movie, a fight now, or flight now, situation. Right now, it's a stunt. Like now that right. they're doing, and that's not real. You know, they know it's not real, but they kind of have to do this action. It's just like. You you have to hold kind of hold back your punches a little bit, you know, and like I was that saying, that's true. You gotta learn how to stunt I mean, how fight. Many, how many terrorists got beat up, or the guys who acted as the terrorists got beat I, up? I would think set. it'd be kind of tough because you're right. Because it would be like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it because you're taking a movie that actually happened in real life. And you have these people who are really in it play themselves to recreate. It's like this week on I almost got away with it, <laughs> and have those guys do their own recreation. Yes. And it's like, well, then I ran down the back of the train and action, run, 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 run. It just seems like a little, I don't know. Like I'm, I kind of got honestly mixed emotions about it. Like on one hand, I'm like, it's a great story. Yeah, it's it, compelling of all types. Um, it's congratulations to those guys. Pretty brave of Clint Eastwood to get those guys to reenact. Yes, yes. But by the same token, I'm like, well, by having the guys play themselves. And recreating the the actual event doesn't that kind of diminish the overall thing that they did? Well, you would have to see how not like how well they did it because either way they have the respect for being able to <clears throat> take that moment and fight for everyone else. Like, sure, you, boom, you got it. I, Kudos to you, right? But at the same time, like in a moment, I feel like I would have PTSD because something like that. It's a very traumatic thing to happen. Sure. That a train you're on is getting taken over by terrorists, and now you have to fight for your life and everyone else's life. I would totally just not be able to go back down that rabbit right. hole. You know what I mean? Like I, like, I lived through it. Therapy happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still can't ride on a real train. Right. I just would never be able to, like, revisit that. But if they're doing it in, like, a very respectful way, I don't know if anyone did lose their life in anything. Like, if there were some casualties, right. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know a lot about the story. Yeah, I feel like I'm, like, I'm a bad person because it didn't happen here. I don't care. You know? <laughs> um, but, I mean, I guess if they did it in, like, a, a respectful way, it would be paying the respects to the people that fought for that. 
Does that make sense? Sure. I wonder if anybody, though, that was on that train ride, I wonder if they, they're calling going, hey, how come I wasn't asked to play at it? Right. I, I was there, too. <laughs> like, why do those guys get the spotlight? I was passenger number seven on car number three. Where's my motherfucking check, Clint? <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, so kind of interesting seeing it, but I'm not showing out 15 bucks or, you know, to go see it. Netflix I'll wait to- in it? Yeah, maybe. All right. You know, All right. Well, okay, what else? Well, came into number two then. Number two is also a new release. Peter Rabbit it made $25 million over the weekend, and that's what's the total gross with a $50 million budget. So it's oh, halfway there. Well, okay, it was technically number two in the box office, but, Ed, would it be technically the number one animated movie? I guess so. <laughs> I'm yes. just saying. I'm, 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 yes, because number one is not an animated movie. So, yes. Oh, you, yeah. See, it's an anim- number one animated movie in America, Peter Rabbit. I've seen this trailer multiple times. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is a good movie at all. Like, <laughs> I think this should be burned right now. Take it out of the theaters. I, I, it looked kind of funny to me. Our friend went and took her son to go see it. Yeah. And he's five, so it's like, oh, you know, what are we going to do on a Saturday? Fine, we'll go to the movies. You know, dad wants to sleep here. Let's take it out of the house. Um, and she said that it, it was cute. Um, I did, couldn't tell this from the trailers, so I'm not going to say she said it, the the characteristics of the bunnies was a little bit unexpected, apparently. Mm. Um, These are violent bunnies. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm throwing it down apparently there. The They're are violent guys. bunnies. Right. <laughs> apparently the bunnies are not the good guys in the movie. They're the bad guys in the movie, I guess. Um, according to our friend, and since you said they're violent, I'm just going to go ahead and finish that huh? statement. Um, well, because it's like I it's, mean, it's Bugs Bunny was never the calm bunny rabbit. No, he was a violent motherfucker. So yeah. yeah. But he was violent in a way of defense. He never was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna fuck with somebody." Yeah, but the thing is, it's like they—they're they, big. It's—it's it's their land, and all of a sudden now, like this guy owns this house, and he doesn't want the rabbits on that land. And they're like, "We're gonna get our land back." You know, it's like, "Well, pay me." Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but... I'll set you up with a mortgage. You give me monthly payments, and then we'll work it out. <laughs> but it's their land. <laughs> sure. See, I'm rooting for the rabbits in that one. Listen, that's fine. But we are just um, funny bunch of rabbits, cotton towels. James Corden yes. or Corbin? Corden. I don't know how you say Corden. his name. He is the lead, the voice for the lead for Peter for the yeah. lead bunny. <laughs> the lead bunny, you Peter Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and our friend said that he actually did really, really good. That like sometimes you knew it was him, and then sometimes you kind of got like lost in the fact that it was him doing the voice. Like it was, it wasn't like oh he's talking again because I know that voice. That it was enjoyable to kind of hear him. It, okay, I mean, I will. Do you think it's possible because James Corden doesn't have a lot of? Acting gigs. I guess it would depend on how well you know his voice. Right. I watch every single carpool karaoke episode right. that he comes out with. <laughs> so I could pick his voice out instantly. And with an animated movie, sometimes you want to know the voice, and then sometimes you want to like forget that right. that actor, that big name, and he's not a big name actor. Yeah, he's by not. The way. He's but not. it's like if Morgan Freeman was a voice of a rabbit, you would go, "Oh, I think I'm Morgan hard Freeman." To like get into right. that rabbit because all you could hear is fucking or Samuel Jackson. Right. right? Like all Peter, you could hear. The rabbit was a friend of mine. He went through a mile of shit to get some carrots. Right. Like, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to listen to you, Morgan. You know yeah. what I mean? But apparently she said that, like, sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, it's James. And then other times you kind of were able to forget that it was him, okay. which I thought was a good thing. Right. Okay, but here's the real question. I don't know if you're going to follow it up, so I apologize. Mm-hmm. How did her five-year-old like the movie? Uh, listen, I regularly watch this five-year-old, Okay. I don't think Jess did not tell us how Holden liked it. All right. <laughs> but I watch Holden. I watched him all summer and every school holiday he has. I watched this child. He's not a big movie person to begin with. Okay. 
You know what I mean? Like the last time I watched him, he was watching Boss Baby and literally made me watch it three times in a row. And I was very surprised by that because it's really hard for me to get Holden to watch a full movie. Holden loves his Switch and he loves his PlayStation and he loves his iPad and his little robots that his iPad controls. So like to sit down and stare at a TV for like a solid Okay, so uh, yeah, you know, I guess I guess Holden's not really a good litmus test for that movie. It's a, right, because like, he doesn't really like them anyways. Right, because there's a lot of live... It's a live-action movie. movie. Um, so it's like, I'm like, well, if the average five-year-old can sit there and watch the movie, maybe it's not that bad. But then again, he's not really an average five-year-old. I right. would say he's above average five-year-old. Yes, yes. Okay. You know, um, my question is, why did this not come out around Easter? It's uh, a bunny movie. Why would you not put that out at Easter time? Is there another bunny movie coming out at Easter? Because if there is, I get it. I mean, well, Peter Rabbit's never really been known to be an Easter book. He's a bunny. <laughs> okay. Well, that's like saying I want to watch Bugs Bunny cartoons one time. Bugs Bunny is not the same. You cannot put, listen. Hey, look, I, he's the only famous bunny I know. Sure. I don't have the love for Bugs that you do. It's a generational gap. What do you want from me? Okay? Okay, you're right, you're right. I don't hate him. I respect Bugs for the things that he did. I don't think that Bugs Bunny works. Uh, I respect the, the path that he laid. Made <laughs> yes. it good for Bunny all, Bunny kind. He was if, a trailblazer he was a tra- for Bunny If it wasn't world. for Bugs Bunny, there'd be no Peter Rabbit. <laughs> sure. But in my head, if you have a Bunny movie coming out, why not put it at Easter? Like If, if sure. I was a suit... And wanted to like maximize my profit. School's out for Easter right. from Friday to Monday, from Good Friday all the way to that Monday. Why would you not put that out and maximize your profit for Easter? Probably because of what other movies are coming out around that time. That's what I'm saying. If and if they're children's right. movies at that, you know what I mean. I know right. like some adult movies are coming out at that time, but there could very well be another Easter related. You know, at some point there's a the goose movie that's supposed right. to be coming, or the duck, or right. whatever. I think that's around the duck that has the geese or whatever the fuck it is. I think that's coming around like Easter time. Again, ducks and... Listen, colorful eggs, bunnies, and baby ducks, okay? Because peeps are little little chickens and little duck-looking yes. things, right? Just give it to Easter. Like, just let them... Here you go. Here's your your movie holiday. <laughs> take, take that, geeses. You know what we need? <laughs> peeps, the movie. <laughs> I hope not. I hate peeps. Oh! oh. I, I can't deal with marshmallow. Oh. oh, I'm not a marshmallow fan. Oh. If it's not like burnt and roasted, I don't want it. Right. Oh. You ever tried know. to roast a peep? They're like dipped in that. Yeah, sure. You microwave them. You know, watch them expand like a balloon. And then. <laughs> Do you know what my mother would have done to me if I'd have stuck a marshmallow in our microwave? She's terrified of fire and like things exploding. If she would have came in and seen a marshmallow expanding in the, I mean, it <laughs> big giant pandemonium, big giant pink bunny rabbit in a <laughs> microwave just spinning around as it expands. I would have <laughs> never done that, but I have tried to roast a peep before. You know, like on a fire, right. like a traditional roasted marshmallow. And because there's that sugary stuff like yeah. on the outside of them, it just does not roast. I mean, it gets messy and the sugar starts to melt and it drips everywhere, and it's just not. Don't roast a peep. Okay? okay, so if you don't take anything away from the show tonight, just take away. Do not put peeps on an open fire. There you go. <laughs> this Lesson is a, learned. <laughs> this public service announcement brought to you by Geeksters. Remember, only you can prevent marshmallow fires. There you go. <laughs> All right, so then the big question is what came in at number one this Number week? one, 50 Shades Free is a new release. It made $38.8 million for the weekend. That's just a total gross with a $55 million budget. Uh, well, well. At least they got one week. Yeah. Because, hey, let's face it, 
Black Panther comes out next week. Why even bother going to the movie? Why bother even putting another movie out? Exactly. For like the next month. Because everyone's going to go see Black Panther. Yes. Maybe twice. Okay. I, it's just, huh? Okay. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to see it twice. But I okay. mean, not maybe not you, but I mean, I think, and maybe not me and Stacy, but I guess there is a population of people who are waiting to see the, really to me, the first black superhero on screen. Is he? Well, I mean, people kind of forget about Blade, but I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Blade kind of did it first movie-wise. Sure. But comic book-wise, I would say that Black Panther is kind of a staple in the realm of no, it looks early. Phenomenal. I'm very excited for early, it. Early African-American, sure. not even African-American, African superheroes. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of people out there that's going to be waiting to go see it and bringing family members and, you know, party hardy. What, what? It's going to be a family affair. I'm going to start dressing in black and purple now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't wait to hear the soundtrack. Cause that's every, if half of the songs that are in the, are in the trailers are on that soundtrack, I'm going to be blasting that out of my car. All right. All right. So there you go. There you go. So 50 Shades Free. Well, thank God it's over. <laughs> I, there's no part one, part two. So uh, I don't know. There's a whole other book series that it's all from Christian's point of view. Yeah, but it ain't selling. It ain't the way that people thought it would. I'm telling you. I know. I read it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm aware of the travesty that it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well. All right. So then what is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD? Oh, glad you asked. Wonder is coming out this week on Blu-ray and DVD. I wonder what that's about. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, let's move on. Roman J. Israel Esquire is also coming on Blu-ray this week in DVD. That's the Denzel Washington movie. Already? Yes. Wow. That's kind of disappointing. But I guess... I, 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 can't, I can't say I'm surprised. I don't, you don't want to hear any buzz. All right. I was kind of interested in seeing that. So was I. <laughs> I was kind of surprised it's gone. Anyway, uh, Hell or High Water is actually making a... 4K appearance this week. So if you have a 4K TV and you want to see Hell or High Water on 4K, there you go. All right. Uh, this is one of my personal favorites. V.I. Warshawski is coming out on Blu-ray this week. It's an old 90s movie that was came out with uh, Kathleen Turner as a private investigator. And actually, the, the, what makes this it, it more enjoyable for me is actually Jeffrey Laurier is the producer on this film. And people who don't know, Jeffrey Laurier is the owner of the Eagles. Oh, really? Wow. So there you go, kid. There's a little Eagles tie-in. Way to bring it back to the Eagles, Ed. That's right. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, the Criterion Collection, is coming out on Blu-ray this week. Okay. All right, for those people who are uh, Night of the Living Dead fans. Well, if you're a Silence of the Lamb fans, the Criterion Collection Special Edition is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. I'm curious because it's not the first time, I think. It's like a repackaging, Mm -hmm. I think, but... One of the special features was, I don't know if they really can do it anymore, it's um, Anthony Hopkins doing uh, doing a um, voicemail message mm-hmm. that you could put on your phone. Oh, really? Like, that you could have put on your answer machine. Like, you could play it, and be like, you're the person. You've, like, and he would say something very Hannibal-esque. 
Mm-hmm. So that way, when someone calls you, you hear Anthony Hopkins being Hannibal at their at your house. All right. I was like, it's, it's cute, but I don't know if I, you know, if, if that technology works anymore. I don't, I don't see it on on the all the special features all here, right, so but uh, it also the fact it's also in 4K as well. So that's oh. the, I think the, the reason why they repackage it uh, this week. Uh, Drag me to hell. Collector's editions also coming out on Blu-ray. So you know, if you're a all horror right. fan, this is the week for you, kids. Um, um, okay. Okay. Uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Spring into Friendship. That's coming out on DVD this week as well. I know you're looking forward to that. Sure. Pokemon the movie, I Choose You, is coming out on DVD. It's a 2017 movie, so if you want to... Yeah, that's the new, the new, a uh, rebooted movie. I think it's a brand new one, to be honest with you. It's mm-hmm. not the original one that made everybody cry. No, it's that. not. <laughs> nope. Certainly not. All right, what else? Some old 70s television, kids. Little House in the Prairie, the complete television series, is coming out on DVD. If you want to be bored like I was in the 70s, now's your chance. All right. Three's Company, the complete collection, is also coming out on DVD this week as well. Come and knock on our door. Come knock on the door. They've been waiting for you. I forget the rest. Anyway. That's where the kisses are hers and hers and his. Three's Company, too. <laughs> hey, what else you got? Uh, Doctor Who, the special Christmas has passed uh, 2017. The last episode for uh, Peter Capaldi as the Doctor is uh, is coming out on Blu-ray, as well as the Doctor Who complete comp- Peter Capaldi years is coming out on oh. Blu-ray. So if you want to catch that, that's a way to go. Uh, and then we've got a triple feature of the Batman. Batman, Bad Blood, and uh, Batman versus Robin, and I think Son of Batman is the third one in that trilogy. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's so they're doing like their, yeah, they're doing all the packs. Those are stuff. good, though. If you don't yeah. have one of those, that's a good little three-pack to get. There those are go. good. Yeah, it introduces Damian Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is really good. Bad Blood brings in um, Batwoman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are really good movies to put together. And then, of course, they, the classic Adam West uh, is a two-pack now. Batman versus Two Face and Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders is a, a DVD right. set. So if you want to, you didn't get them then and want to get them as one set, there you go. Okay. New Adventures of Batman and the New Adventures of Superman is coming out on DVD as a box set. All right, it's so the yeah. animated cartoons. That's right. That's the seventies, isn't it? Well, the the Batman is. I think the New Adventures of Superman is the nineties one, oh. based off the 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 artwork I saw. Okay. Uh, then I have Red versus Blue season fifteen is coming out on Blu-ray. That's the Halo show and Halo Legends is coming out on Blu-ray as well. Oh, and then of course Halo Fall of Reach is coming out on DVD, and that is all I have for television and movies. Do you have any honorable mentions you'd like to add? I, I it's, um, yeah, sure. It's more of a head scratcher. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why it's on the page because I would think that it would not really. It's Deep Throat Part Two collection. <laughs> Like, and very rarely do they have, like, legitimate porn movies on the list. <laughs> but it's Deep Throat Part 2, uh, Pandora and the Magic Box. And it's, I guess it's a... Uh, I'm like, Joseph W. Sarrow Retrospect Series. Uh, I'm like, why is that? It's Because they're... It's a screwball comedy. Pandora and the Magic Box introduced exploitation under Joe. Oh. Um, Joe Sarno's unique take on Yiddish theater to the raincoat crowd. Sarno would bring his blend of broad farce and burlesque to the screen again in this madcap spy caper, Deep Throat 2. Um, <clears throat> and there were bald spoofs. Oh, okay. All right. So it's more of a of a 
parody movie, maybe? I don't know. Like, I can't tell. I'm, I'm confused. Can you get any more high pitch? I'm, I'm Peter Brady. <laughs> it's time to change. change. And maybe after I watch it, the, you know, my voice will drop again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean, uh, sure. I guess uh, that's just, to me, it was a head scratch. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is that even here? All right, whatever. Well, you know, back in the day when we first started doing this, there was a lot of porn on digitalbits.com. That's what we're <laughs> going to. So if ever, ever you need to know what's coming up in movies, coming out, release, and go to digitalbits.com, and it'll give you all that information uh, that we just presented to you. So there you go. Um, uh, well, The Incredible Hulk is getting repackaged. The first one, the... I'm uh, sorry, we're talking about The Incredible Hulk. Oh, it's, uh, no, that's The uh, the Incredible Hulk is the uh, uh, second one with... Uh, the second one, I thought yeah. it was the one with... No, the first uh, one, just Hulk. Is it? Oh, yeah, you're right, because I can see now they're repackaging Hulk, Thor, and Thor of the Dark World. Oh. Oh. I see. It's the, hey, let's repackage this, because there's a movie coming out in a week. That's right. Oh. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. I see Edward Norton right there. Oh, interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. All right. Let us move on. What else is coming out? Video games. Let's talk video games, kids. All right, sure. Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game, is coming out for the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on Tuesday. Yay. Let's go motorbiking. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege Complete Edition, only at GameStop, is coming up for the PS4 and Xbox One on Tuesday. That, I think, is it's Rainbow Six Siege um, with all the map packs for the yes, first season. That is correct. And then you can buy the second season and the third season okay. separately, I think. Well, they also have the Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege Advanced Edition Oh, for the PS4 and Xbox One on Tuesday. What well, comes in that one, Ed? Uh, it comes includes the Tom Clancy Rainbow Six game with the active community of over twenty five million. Well, so oh, at the ten outbreak collection packs, rare bonus content varied at two fifty per pack, six hundred Rainbow Six Siege credits to unlock premium in game content valued at five bucks, and master of the art distraction and gadgetry with highly specialized international operators. I gotta be honest, the, this game kind of picked up. I never. I I played it and it's very online. It's like you and a squad, and one of you plays like defense, one of you plays offense. Like you know, there'll be like, all right, hey, we're gonna, um, hey, you're gonna be a builder and you build fortified the walls, and I'll be the tech guy. And here I'll set up the droids so we can watch when people have to come in. We mm-hmm. gotta defend our land. Um, kind of like Peter Rabbit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then way to bring it back to Peter <laughs> Rabbit. Um, and then you have the other team who tries to take you down. I it was an okay game. wasn't a lot of content as far as I thought at the time. Um, be not being a massive multiplayer guy, but I, apparently, like they they were smart. They were like, okay, well, instead of doing like Rainbow Six Siege two, they were like, hey, here's a second season where it's more map packs, extra characters, extra scenarios, and it that's kind of when it hooked. Like I noticed more people are buying it that way than than you know just flat out sequel. Mm-hmm. It was it was like I'm like oh. Must be adding more and more content, letting that game live, kind of like uh, like Grand Theft Auto refuses to die. There you go. All right, what else you got coming out? Kingdom Come Deliverance by Deep Silver for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. All right. Dynasty Warriors Nine by Techno Koi America Corporation for the PS4 Xbox One, and that's also a Tuesday. Do you remember that game? No. Uh, you're basically playing uh, an Asian warrior during the Dynasty 
Ming dynasties or the other dynasties, mm-hmm. and you're a warrior, and it basically is a lot. It's wave after wave of bad guys, oh, and all you got to do is just. I'm sure there's a strategy. Most of the time, you got a pike that you're just swinging left from right and going, "Hey, look at me! I'm hitting them all." And this one now, for whatever reason, they decide to go open world with. It's like, hey, here relive the dynasty warriors with an open world. All right. Look at me! I'm walking through woods, and now oh, look, here's a bad guy. Let me go kill him. <laughs> and what else you got? South Park, The Stick of Truth by Ubisoft for the PS4 and Xbox One. This is also Tuesday. This is pretty much a repackage, I think, uh, because uh, of the because of the updated on the current gen. Uh, yeah, like because uh, um, the fractured butthole. If you bought it new, um, the the for a little first couple weeks, you got The Stick of Truth digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I guess they repackaged it and put it on. All right, mm-hmm. all right, whatever. Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap by Nicole's Incorporated for the PS4 and the Switch on Tuesday. Yeah, I know nothing about that one. All right. What else? We have Radiant Hysteria, Perfect Chronology by Atlas. I don't think I screwed that up, but who cares? It's because of the 3DS, and that's coming out on Tuesday. Ah, uh, okay. All right. What else? The longest five minutes by NIS American Incorporated for the Switch. <laughs> that's coming out Tuesday. I, I, the longest five minutes. <laughs> I am almost half curious to see. <laughs> Sounds like this segment. <laughs> see what it's what it's going to be like. Uh, like, is it just like and eh, going? I don't know. All right. Our hero faces the origin of evil, the overlord himself, but suddenly loses all memories of his adventure. His finishing moves, the name of his hometown, and even the reason he's trying to defeat the Overlord in the first place. All gone. Our hero feels as he... Our our hero feels as though he's been letting his allies down in the midst of the battle. His His allies' words on the Overlord's taunting triggers flashbacks, bringing his memories back to him piece by piece. Our hero tries to regain his priceless memories before it's too late but the overlord stands before him his power unwilling what could happen in the longest five minutes so it's like uh you got smacked in the head you lost all your memories you go why am i here and then the guy says hey sean you're a jerk face and all of a sudden saying that jerk face brings you back to a flashback level where it's like okay now you will learn how to do the uppercut punch and then by the time you get, regain all your memories, it's only been five five minutes, and then you well, go... The whole, the whole time that you're doing this is in five minutes, but all the flashbacks right. take longer. Right, the time you free, the time you get hit so hard that you forget everything, the time you recover who you are is five-minute span, and the guy is mocking you the whole five minutes, like, oh, you don't know nothing, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I don't know anything. Oh, too bad you're not talking to Master Wushu, and all of a sudden Master Wushu flashes you back in the game to when you first meet Master Wushu, and he teaches you something. And then when you get done that level, it's now 30 seconds into that five minutes. That's That's exactly it. Wow, that is some weird narrative. (laughs) All right. Then we have Portal Knights by 505 Games for the Switch, and that's Tuesday. All right. Then we have The Secret of Mana, only at GameStop by Square Enix for the PS4. And that's on Thursday. Yawn. Sorry, I just, it's The Secret of Mana. It's, yeah, it's. it's... A faithful 3D remaster of one of the greatest RPGs of all time. Is it? Is it? Really? Really? Come on. 
Secret of Mana faithfully adapts the beloved story and gameplay of the original while adapting modern 3D graphics and controls so that the new and old fans alike can enjoy the classic title made fresh. There has never <sighs> been a better time for old fans to relive the game for your new fans experience the magic and fantasy for the first time. Look, if you didn't play Secret of Mana the first time, don't bother picking it up the this time. I mean, because if it's just a remaster of a game you had no interest in the first time around, why buy it? If you get it for free, that's a different story. But, I mean, if you got a friend who's like, dude, I got your Secret of Mana. <laughs> go play it. It's a lot of fun. And then you play it and you go, you're right. It is a lot of fun. Glad I didn't pay money for it. But if you shell out like 60 bucks and you get home and you go, I don't know why I bought this because I never played it before. And it plays like it did 10 years ago. Fuck. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but if you never played it, you'll never know how to play 10 years ago. Yeah, but I mean, just the, the idea of, like, sometimes maybe, sometimes you can't go home on certain games. Well, you can't, especially when they remaster it and redo it, and the controls are completely different. You go, what the fuck? This, the circle I, wasn't this, you know, like the sword swipe, it was blocked. Why isn't, you know, now it's this, you know, so they, eh. Anyway, and finally, Bonita 1 and 2 by Nintendo. Bayonetta. Bayonetta, whatever. Bayonetta 1 and 2 by Nintendo for the Switch is coming out Friday. Well, it's kind of important because Bayonetta was a huge game. It's the girl, she's got, she's like an angel and she's got the guns on her feet and her, her shoes are also guns and she she's like, she shoots her with hands and her feet and it's, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you should listen sometimes this audio the way it goes because it's like it's comes on hand and feet and then, and it's like you you can't see your hands doing that, so all you hear is the sound of, and like what's that mean? <laughs> um, I know it's gunfire, but <laughs> the Bayonetta two, I was really surprised that it was a Wii U exclusive. Like at the time, because Bayonetta kind of pushes the, um, I would say push the envelope as far as kind of pseudo sexual in a way yeah. very titillating kind of a character and to see it be on the wii u exclusively i was like what and apparently it was because nintendo was the only one who was going to pay the company to actually make a sequel yeah uh, playstation and xbox really i guess it wasn't a big seller mm -hmm. but nintendo was like sure we'll make it exclusive and i was really shocked i was like really for the wii u because they're mostly um kid friendly yeah and bayonetta is not a kid-friendly game so i was kind of surprised but at it has like a huge following, believe it or not. I was okay. really surprised. It's kind of like people who like Blood Rain. Okay. You know, like there's something about you either get her or you don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and the people who got her are like, yes. Like people are like, I can't wait for Bayonetta 2. It's for the Switch. This is awesome. Because it's a double pack. You get both games. Mm -hmm. Because they just announced Bayonetta 3. No. You know, so they're they're making it. They're not. It's not like, hey, next week, Bayonetta 3. Right. But it's, it's in production. Okay. And it's like, oh, all right. Well. Good for that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and I got some game reviews and uh, some news. Sounds awesome. All right, so, folks, we'll be right back. <laughs> 